0: Amen. I feel a little bold today. Usually I, I tone it down when I come here. I'm a little wilder in Mexico. I believe God is going to greatly change lives today. I do that. I believe that. Now let me just disclaimer. It's not because of me. It's not even because my love for God. It's because his love for you. It's not because I prayed enough, fasted enough, podcasted enough. It's not because I've read enough scripture. It's because he loves you. I'm just a channel today. So after today, don't say, John was this, John was that. No, it's when Moses was missing in the desert, they say, who's going to lead us? Because they want to see something. They want to see something. Friends, God loves you so much. He can use a donkey. He can use a non-Christian. He can use me that just cut three people off on the way here. He can use it. am not saying I did. I'm not saying I didn't. <laughs> see, so we You go, oh, because... We look at the channels, and we think they're a source, and they're just a channel. Yes, there's a depth, and we can receive from people and appreciate. We honor men, but we worship God. Amen? So I do believe he's going to change your life today, but again, it's not because of me. It's because his deep love for you. Amen? And I'm going to talk about being unsettled. I'm going to talk about unsettled in a good way. Unsettled means, because there's a good unsettling, it means to change from a settled condition or disrupt. Disrupt. It also, the verb means to change or become changed. See, we can settle in anything. Reg Marias was here. It was an awesome meeting. We can settle into that. We can receive prophetic words. We can settle into that. And I'm going to read some scriptures. Uh, Abraham's father, the Bible says in Genesis 11:31, Terah took his son Abram, wasn't Abraham yet, his grandson Lot. See, God knows what you're going to be before you know what you're going to be at. Before Abram was born, he knew his name, and he knew one day he'd be Abraham. Even though his family did not know it, God knew it. There's things that your family does not know, but God knew it. They say and identity, because today I want to move us from just positionally to relationally, because a lot of people say they can positionally quote things. on the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm a son of God. But relationally, they don't know it. So when your identity change, you relationally do things that just come out of that. There's people that have that are called pastor and they don't feel like pastor then there's other people with no tag and they pastor people out of coffee shop. See friend it's not about what people call you what do you call yourself God wants to shift our identity today from settling because there's a there's a there's a good settling God unsettled every prophet. Elisha was unsettled. He was moving, he was go- and he was unsettled. Every disciple was unsettled. I'm a fisherman. Jesus, follow me, two words. He unsettled them. He shifted their entire life with two words, follow me. That's what I'm going to be. My dad was a fisherman. It's not like today. You- it's not like you go to vocational school or you go to college. You do what your family did because there's security in that. So here we have Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, And together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. Say, they were going to Canaan. They were going to Canaan. That's what was in his dad's heart. We're going to Canaan. But the Bible says, but when they came to Haran, they settled there. They settled there. They settled. He was going, but he settled See, here's the deal. One man made one decision to settle, but it, inte- it affected an entire generation. When you choose to settle in one area, it affects other areas of your life. See, the only reason you have these choices over here is because you made these choices over here. When you choose this, that gives you these choices. When you choose this, that gives you these choices. So when his dad settled, the entire family settled because there's security. But God, say, but God. But God said, amen, but God said, The Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Then he says, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great. When you let go of yours, God can give you his. Go from your country... Your people and your father's household. See, we just read that like it's a scripture. That's a huge deal. Abram, I want you to give up your security. I want you to give up your past. I want you to give up everything you thought you were going to be to get up from the place that I show you. And he did not show him till he moved. See, God wants to unsettle us today because what we want is the plan, but many times God just gives us the step. See, I want the plan. I want the list. When I go to Mexico, how many people are going to be saved? What's the offering going to be? Who's going to receive me? Like, I've, I've crossed the, I, people, if you know me, you know I drink Topo Chico. I, I've crossed the border before, and then there's a, a young kid, he picks, he picks up in his truck, not the nicest truck, and he had a little sack full of ice with a Topo Chico in it. It was so cute, you know I mean? It was so awesome. Like, so you never know what you're going to get, right? There wasn't no, like, boom, you know, like, welcome, John, welcome, John. Cartel's going, we welcome you. No, it wasn't like that. But you have to get up from the place you're at first to the place I'll show you. He did not say go here, go there, go here, Abram. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to change your name. I'm going to make a covenant with you. You're going to be the father of faith. There's going to be a man named Apostle Paul. He's going to kill Christians. Then I'm going to. He's going to write two thirds of the New Testament. You're going to be a father of faith. He simply said, "Get up from the place where you're at. You cannot settle where you're at. Listen to me. If you're over fifty today, you can settle very easy. Because listen, I'm fifty-three, and we get in our ways. But God wants to unsettle us from what we think we can be. And I'm not just talking about things you think you can do. I'm about your identity, we need to be unsettled in our church. Will we always be in this building? No, will we always tell these people? No, there'll be nations that be birthed from this, there'll be churches that be, see. And it's but it's not just about what you're called to do, it's who you are. I'm the righteousness of God, I'm Abraham's child. Blah blah blah. Do you believe it? Are you do you relationally function in that? See. The father had two sons. He actually had two prodigal sons. One was prodigal in the flesh. One was prodigal in the heart. Neither one really knew him. Positionally, they were his sons, but relationally, no. He says, Dad, you never threw a party for me. Son, you've always been with me. You could have asked me at any time, but relationally, you didn't know that. You just went about your duties. And many Christians, God, show me what to do, what to do, who to pray for, who to heal, who to do this. But relationally, they don't know him. Both sons, one was a prodigal in the flesh. One was a prodigal in the heart. The father was not close to either son. You could have came to me any time, son, and had a party. Any time. But you just were busy, 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 busy. So positionally, he was his son, but relationally, he wasn't. So we're going to move from positionally to relationally. I'm a child of God. I'm a Christian. Da, 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 da. When I go to Mexico, a lot of people come out of the Catholic religion. And then they get saved. But they still carry that guilt and shame on them. So when they come to the altar, they are just as much a child of God as anybody else. They just don't know it. See, he wants you to know it. And you function in that, see? That means when you sin, you don't hide away for a while until you feel better. You can write to him to be cleaned. See, that's what we do, right? When we sin, it's like, okay, I need a little time. There's nowhere in the scripture, there's no time with the blood. You, you repent, you turn, you change your mind, you wash him, and then you can go to Him, Abba Father just like you've never sinned if you cast it behind. I'm not talking about what, not calling sin. The problem is when we sin and we don't call it sin. That's the problem. So don't get that twisted either. So He said, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he went out from Haran. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. See, you can settle here, but God wants you to arrive there. But you're not going to arrive there until you get up from here. And it's not just physical. Some of you, yes, other nations, other countries, but I mean, I mean in your relationship with God, like, okay, God, this is what I've always done. This is what who I've always been. This is all the money I've ever made. These are the countries I've visited. This is the passport stamps I have. This is the words mom said and dad said. When I say that, I'm not just talking about what you talk to your kids. I'm talking about what your parents talk to you. And it's, so you have all those limits, their limits and their containments. We live in Heron. We don't move. It's not they didn't have jet planes and passports and airports. This is where we live. This is where we survive. Because it's easier. There's raiders over there and there's and there's thieves over there. And but, but he said, Abram, get up from the place where where you're at get up from the place where your dad told you to live to the place I've called you then he got up and God showed him but there was a famine in the land and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because there was famine was severe and here's where it gets a little tricky we're going we're serving God we're in a certain position things throw us off from that position and because we're no longer in that position we no longer think those promises are ours but it says, out of Egypt. You remember what Jesus, out of Egypt I called my son. So this is only not just Abraham. It's very prophetic because there was, they were killing babies, so his family he, hid Jesus in Egypt. Listen to the prophecy. Out of Egypt I called my son. That makes no sense to a Jewish person. Think about it. We read scriptures and we don't even know. Out of Egypt I called my son. No, Egyptians hate Jews. Jewish people, why is that? Because you don't know that I'm going to put there for a while for safety. And some of you, he put you in a place of safety. And you thought he was moving you from your position, but he wants to move you back to where the promises. The promises, Canaan was always promised. When Abram was living in Egypt from the famine, Canaan was still promised. So just because you're not in that position doesn't does not mean it doesn't no longer exist. Amen. Because we're not in revival doesn't mean that doesn't exist. No, we are going to enter revival. In fact, we've had a few drops, but it's not enough. It's not enough to settle there. It's not enough. We don't settle on a guest speaker. We don't settle on Reg Marias or Rambo or Reinhard Bunker. We don't settle on the past. We don't just go to graves and visit. Yes, you can honor those people. We can't settle anywhere. I'm not going to Azusa Street and living on Azusa Street and talking about Azusa Street. You're not just talking about everything that happened. God has things for you that has never been. God took a barren man and a barren woman and started a whole new nationality. They were Ur of Chaldeans. And he didn't say, Abram, I'm going to start the Jewish people. I'm going to promise the Jewish people. You can go and see the ruins of Rome, but yet you see Israel live. Why? Because God's promises are yes and amen. The whole world can attack Israel and still it exists. It will always exist. And In Revelation, it says the new Jerusalem. No other city. Not New York. Not LA. Not Cairo. The new Jerusalem is coming down. See, friends, God has not forgotten his promises to Abram. Why? Because God made that with himself. It's not dependent on anybody else. Abram, he put Sleep. Listen, his promises were not dependent on your skill, your anointing, your but it is dependent on your agreement. And it is dependent on your choices. Abram had to get up, say, get up. Everybody stand up. Say, get up. Everybody stand up. This is interactive. You have to get up. All right, now you can sit down. (laughs) Abram had to get up. This is what I do and what you do. Abram, get up. Where am I going? Get up. God, how what provision is going to be there? Get up. God, how many people are going to be there? Get up. God, how many likes on Instagram? Get up. God, where's the next building? Get up. God, start praying in tongues. God, how long? Get up. God, I need to get up. Get up from the place you were at. See, we want to know what's going to happen when we get up, when he says get up. That's why Abram's the father of faith, friends, because he got up when there was no questions. That's why he's the father of faith, and we are his children. They said, and when the, the scribes and Pharisees said, we're Abraham's children, Jesus said, if you were Abraham's children, you would do as Abraham did. Abraham got up. He broke out of that settled place. See, the scribes and Pharisees were settled in their position. They liked being the teachers and laws. And Jesus unsettled their position. That's why they hated Jesus. They said, the whole world's going after Jesus. What are we going to do? They hated Jesus because the attention was now on Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'll preach a little longer than we get. See, listen, this room is full. This room is full, 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 full of decisions and choices and voices and paths. It's full. It's full. It's full. I'm not just talking about your next decision. I'm talking about the decision that creates those other six decisions that never would have been here if he wouldn't have got up. You got to get up. From the place where you're at, meaning who you think you really are, what you think you can do, the countries you can visit, the money you can give, the people you can influence. Some of you are called, maybe called to influence politicians, but you didn't know it. See, when God told me to go to Mexico, he says, go to Mexico, start impactos." pactos. I knew one church. So I went there. I remember calling Lena? I was crying one time because I, exci- I was excited. I went there, and God gave me one youth who wasn't even on fire. And he says, John, I want to introduce you to one person. Naomi. And Naomi introduced me to one other person who was the president of AME, World's Organization. So he was, he's my buddy today, we still keep in touch, and he invites me all the time. And I was sitting at the table. He was at that place. He was very like this. He says, John, you know, you know we invite you to do this and this. It was, a, it was a meeting because they said a lot of Americans come down there that are messed up, and they, they didn't have a lot of trust. But that meeting, he says, okay, I'll open up the churches. And then I get up, and out of my mouth, I say, I feel like I'm supposed to go to Mexico City. He goes, I'm going in two weeks. Come with me. So there I am in Mexico City sitting at a table, not speaking their language, sitting with eight or nine people, each one represented probably 30, 40, 50 churches, 60 churches. Territories, territories, territories. But I had to get up. I had to get up for three months. Three months walking across the border. Three months not knowing. Three months knowing one church. Three. And I said, can I come? They said, John, everybody's not coming because it's dangerous. See, that's just a small example. There's areas in your life when you just get up here, from here, it'll bring you over there to places and things that you never would have known if you wouldn't have got up. He did not explain to Abraham. Abraham, let me let me make it easy for you. He just said, "Trust me." See, when you get up, you're trusting God. When you get up, you're not questions. Questions don't trust God. How much? How much money? How much of this? How many? Who am I gonna gotta go to these countries? I don't know the language. You look at all the great missionaries of the past that had to do great things. They had to get up. Hudson Taylor didn't know the language. You know, David Hogan, all these places. And there's things in you. We go, oh, that's awesome. That's a book. That, he's the author and finisher of your life. He's still writing a book about you. You can read about other people the rest of your life, or you can say, God, I want to get up. I want to get up from the place i'm at i want to get it from my father's house my comfort zone my security everything i've ever known the way i've always lived jesus disrupted and unsettled everything everything every daniel was disrupted with the vision the prophets were disrupted with what they saw no one lived a normal life and goes okay i'm just going to follow god little by little there was always an unsettling moses was unsettled Moses, okay, I lived in the the house, and I got all that training, and I got all that experience, and and this, and then he he saw a burning bush. And the Bible says he turned aside, and it unsettled his entire life. Unsettled. To change from a settled condition, disrupt. That's a good thing with God. That's a good thing. I'm not talking about how people unsettle you or words unsettle. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about being from this household or that household and being unloved. I'm talking about how men and women unsettle us. I'm talking about God unsettling us. Look, I want to change your identity. Apostle Paul was unsettled. He thought he was doing something great, killing Christians, but he saw a voice. He heard a voice and he saw a light. His whole trajectory of your life changed. See, when I'm talking about your trajectory, how's the rocket hit the moon? One or two angles down on earth, way out there. See, if you want to go the distance with God, if you want to do great things, if you want to walk with him, I'm not talking about being well known. I'm talking about being effective. If you want to be effective, see, there's a difference. Some of you will be well known, but if that's your goal, no, 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 you need to get an adjustment. See, you need to get your adjustment. I got these likes, this, this, this. No, 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 no. Lots of people are well known and have the mighty fall in a day. And God wants to raise up the humble that gives him the glory. Why? If anybody else deserved the glory, God would give it. Why? Because he's just. If anybody else gave the glory, he says, you deserve some, but no one else does. No one else created their life. No one else gave themselves breath. No one else gave themselves purpose. No one else gave themselves destiny. There's Jeremiah. Look, he says, I've called you a prophet to the nations. I'm too young. He unsettled him from his fixed position to be a prophet. He says, God, I'm too young. And then he tried to shut his mouth, and he goes, there's a fire shut up in my bones. See, on this house is the spirit of Elijah, not just Elisha. And And Elijah was a pioneer. The double. Many people will do double out of this house, and they'll do more signs and windows. And I'm just looking around the room and seeing young people do more, do greater. See, it's not about okay judging your dad. Okay, thank you for bringing me this far. Now I'm going to go a little farther. You brought me to Haran, but God, that's the place where I got up from, Dad. I, I, I'm not condemning you. I'm not judging your past. I'm not saying how evil it was. Thank you for bringing me to this country. Thank you for working so hard. Thank you. See, we need to learn how to honor without judging. You only went to Haran. No, 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 God, thank you. My dad was not even unsaved, and I wrote to my father. card. Thank you for my sense of humor. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Why? Honor that. But take the limits and get up from the place where you're at. You cannot just be judging, 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 hating, hating, hating. No, 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 no. From out of the ashes. So out of Egypt, I called my son. and And many of us have promises and words. We don't understand them. Amen. An entire people group from a barren man and a barren woman He was a Chaldean. But God says, I want to start a new race, Abram. I'm going to change your name. I'm going to change your name. I'm going to change your identity. I'm going to change who you think you were. So Abraham went this far, and then Isaac went a little further, and the next prophet went a little further, and then a little further, then Jesus comes along, and he went the furthest. And he said, greater works you shall do, because the cross wasn't a a work, it was a sacrifice. So that's why he said greater. You're not going to do something greater than the cross. No, 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 don't get it twisted. But greater works you do. Why? Didn't change Jesus. It didn't change his position relationally with the Father. See, we think if someone does something greater than us, they're greater than us. No, no, no. A greater act doesn't make them greater. No, no, the greatest position is next to Jesus, and I'm at the right hand of Father. That does not change, friend. Every young Young person, I can lay hands, do double, do more, go, do triple, quadruple. Why? It doesn't change my position relationally with the Father. Amen? And so God says, get up. Say, get up. Amen? Because God wants to disrupt us in a good way. There's a position and then there's relationally. Both sons were prodigals. One was in the flesh, one was in the heart. Neither one knew the Father. So he started something in Abram that did not exist before. He started a whole new people group. If you get up from the place you're at, from the settled place, he can do something new that has never been done in your life. Maybe in your family's life too. Some of you need to get up from the place where you're at to think this is all the money I'll ever make. It's true. John, Jesus Jesus talked about money more than heaven and hell. Why? Because people's hearts are connected to money. And so he tried to get their heart. He never cared about their pocketbook. He cared about their heart. But he would sit by the offering and watch. So that's just part of it. What areas of your life have you settled in? Amen? Abram, get it from the place where you're at. And when you do, I'm going to change your name. I'm going to make you fruitful. I'm going to bring a whole nationality out of you. But you never would have known it if you didn't get up from the settled place get up from the place where you're at. So you got to get up. Say, get up. You got to get up. So when we leave these doors, say, God, I want to get up from every place, every comfort zone, everything I think I can do. Positionally, not just positionally. You can quote the scriptures. Scribes and Pharisees quote scripture. Satan quoted scripture. I'm not talking about quoting scripture. I'm talking about knowing him, knowing the one that wrote it. There's positionally, but then there's relationally. Amen.